What's going on with everybody? This your man Dre, aka Dre on Wheels, the host of the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Yo, you guys, man, sit tight, grab your popcorn, go get a hot pocket, man, get some cereal, grab your beverage, man, whether that's some milk, uh, a beer, a soda, or some water, man. Sit tight, man. This is the 11:30 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling, where I interview some of your favorite ring announcers, uh, reference. Um, independent pro wrestlers, you name it, man, you name it, you guys. You tune in, and I'm about to chat some wrestling, man. So sit tight, you guys, and welcome to the 11:30 podcast. Talk pro wrestling. And yo, ring the bell. Yo, what it do, everybody? It's your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. Welcome back, you guys, to the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. How everybody doing out there? Appreciate you guys joining me here on the podcast this week on this episode. This episode is a bonus episode, so it's going to be a really, really cool episode, you guys, man. So, uh, yeah, welcome back, you guys. Good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners all over the world. I appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week to the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling to all my listeners Canada, Germany, the States. Uh, the UK. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Uh, this episode is going to be a very, very fun one, man. I got my guest, the returning guest, all the way, you guys, from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, he's a referee on the independent scene. He refs for Glory Pro Wrestling, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, Grand House Pro Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, he's the referee. Love to count the one, two, three, you guys, man. This episode is going to be a good one, man, for real. Um, before I get to that, I want to say shout out to the whole Indiana area, um, the whole Paradigm Pro Wrestling, Grindhouse Pro Wrestling, Game Changer Pro Wrestling, Game Changer Wrestling. Shout out to all those independent uh, companies, man. Keep doing your thing, man. Keep, keep doing your thing. I've been having some of the guys who uh, work for those companies be on Talk Pro Wrestling. So uh, I appreciate it. So, uh, but like I was saying, you guys, man, it's a bonus episode and I couldn't wait. So I had to have my man, Sean O'Brien, AKA referee, man bun in the house, man. He's still getting over with the man bun, man. Still getting over, man. But you guys, man, like I was saying, Sean O'Brien, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. He's a referee, you guys, man. Sean, what's going on with you, buddy? Doing good, man. How you doing, bro? Appreciate you bringing me back on. Uh, yeah, I had a, a crazy couple of weeks uh, this past week. So, you know, I put out the, the weekend to, you know, hey, I, I want to chop it up, talk about my weekend because I had a really, really dope weekend last weekend. And, uh, of course, you know, you you uh, came to the, to the call and here we are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, before we dive into everything, man, because we're going to talk about whole lot of wrestling man and uh, independent wrestling here on this bonus episode but um you had a birthday a couple of weeks ago man how was it and yeah, uh, I, I did I, man I gotta um, say, I gotta it was say, real chill oh yeah, yeah sorry my bad <laughs> I gotta say uh I gotta say happy belated birthday man my newsfeed be so you know crowded 
and I don't even, you know, get to see certain things, but I got to say happy belated birthday. And uh, yeah, man, how was it? Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Now, I completely understand, bro. Completely understand because my timeline be the same way. Uh, you know, I got friends from all over, like music and all that, that I, because I used to do music and all that back in the day. So, I, like, my, my cap is, you know, the profile cap or whatever. So I'd be, I'd be missing everybody's birthday. So don't feel bad at all. <laughs> so, but now, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, my birthday was real chill this year. It was actually in the middle of the week. Um, so it was like any other day I went to work. And then um, actually my mom, uh, it just so happened that was my day to not have my daughter or whatever, because I have her every other day. And so uh, my mom hit me up, took me to, uh, she let me pick where I wanted to go eat. Um, I didn't make the most wisest decision, <laughs> but it is what it is. I, I wanted seafood, so of course we went to Red Lobster, and that was probably not the best choice. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. So, man. but yeah, and then uh, of course my 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 birthday birthday was where I told everybody we were celebrating at the Collective, so that was that was where I really you know technically felt like I I celebrated my birthday at was at the Collective, um, over that three day you know. Three days of, of just straight wrestling all day. So, but yeah, yeah, man, uh, it was it was pretty cool. Um, it, this is the third straight year that I was booked around my birthday. So uh, I've pretty much made it a thing now that I, I'm gonna try and find a way to always stay booked on around my birthday, and and I'm just gonna celebrate it in the ring. Like you know, it's my favorite place. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's real awesome. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, real shit, man. I seen on your uh, Facebook, of course, man, you had a hell of a weekend, man. But uh, before we get to that, man, you back, you was here back in like July. How's everything since then, man? It's been three months passed by. How's, how's, how's life treating you? Yeah. Well, uh, busy, uh, real, real busy, man. Um, you know, even though I guess we're still technically in, in quarantine or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, a lot of the companies that I work for have been, you know, back running and stuff now. So, uh, between IWA Mid-South, you know, we're running again. Um, actually, we got, I think, three shows this weekend. Um, and then, uh, you know, Girl Fight, I worked for them last weekend. Um, I, I worked for Unsanctioned Pro, you know, Paradigm. They're all running again. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's back and running in Black Label Pro. We've now had like three shows. Um, actually where I celebrated my birthday at technically was at Black Label Pro. Um, that's like a home away from home at this point. Um, that's up in Chicago. Uh, but yeah, at Black Label, I actually was booked the weekend before my birthday and the weekend after at the collective. Uh, and so, um, but yeah, man, like, like I said, just back to it pretty much every weekend, uh, every weekend up until like Christmas, I'm booked, man. That's really cool, man. Um, I was on your Facebook. I seen um, a post, man, because last time we talked, you you were very over because of the man bun, and uh, you're getting power drive in the ring again. What's going on, man? Like, like, are they after <laughs> you again? Man, so, um, so I'm. I, I'll tell you, of course, you know, storyline wise, what happened was O'Shea Edwards. He was in a. Uh, we, we, I was at a show in New Jersey, um, which is where that had happened at. O'Shea Edwards, who uh, you can see him on Ring of Honor and different stuff like that right now. Um, O'Shea, actually, um, they had like a two-ring battle royal, like literally two-ring. 
you can see it in the video, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they, <laughs> I guess O'Shea ended up snapping or something and, and security and refs were trying to get him out. And lo and behold, I was the only ref that got stuck in the ring with him. And I had my hand on his chest and was like, yo, come on, man. Like, and he kind of gave me the up and down and <laughs> oopie doop and dropped me on my head. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I, but then like behind baseball, it was really cool just because uh, O'Shea Edwards, man, he's, he's, he's a, a vet, you know what I'm saying? He's been doing this a long time. And uh, I guess management was crazy about it. Is I, I wasn't even booked on the show. I actually was in town. I was in New Jersey for uh, ICW No Holds Barred. Um, they had a two-day show. Uh, you know, they do their thing on independent wrestling TV and stuff. Uh, ICW's killing it right now, doing some great shows. Um, but I was up there for that. And I was with John Wayne Murdoch, uh, a, a, one of the Deathmatch guys, you know, Reed Bentley, the Rejects. I was with those guys. Um, and they were booked on a show in New Jersey. And I was just going to hang out and chill. And O'Shea just, you know, whatever. I guess he thought that I was booked. And then I told him I wasn't. But he was just like, hey, bro, do you mind if I do this move on you? And I, I told him, I was like, yo, like, I've taken it from guys, like, you know, greener than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, because O'Shea's been doing it probably about five years at this point. So, but I've done it. I've let guys at, you know, the training school that I work at, you know, I've let them drop me on my head before. So I was just like, you know, let's go, bro. You know what I mean? Like, let's do it. He was going to do it as me looking like a fan, like he was attacking a fan. Uh, but John Wayne Murdoch had asked if I could ref this match, and I was just like, all right, you know, cool, whatever. So I ended up putting my stuff on. Then we do the spot, and I was like, cool, now I can take my stuff off and chill. <laughs> so, and of course, I was dead. But, <laughs> but nah, yeah, that, that, that's how that ended up uh, happening, man. And that was so much fun. Uh, and then, of course, you know, I, I, I told Akira, Another deathmatch guy who was there with us, I, I was like, here, take my phone, bro. Because if I'm getting dropped on my head and I, I, I'm not getting paid for it, and I don't even know who the promoter is for real, but all I know is they asked me to rep this guy's match. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm getting it on camera. <laughs> that's what's up, man. That, that, that's what's up. Uh, I see business is picking back <laughs> up, you know, as far as wrestling business and everything like that. Um, you uh, posted on your uh, Facebook and also you shared with me um, that's on uh, IWTV uh, yes, was the match that you were involved in. The third man in the ring, Leo Rush versus ACH. You know, I got to ask, how was it being in the ring with those two incredible athletes? Bro. Uh, so both those guys, um, well, first and foremost, before the match, I was a huge ball of nerves, you know, um, and I, I like, I don't ever pace, but I was pacing and my hands were shaking and stuff. And it was just like, I knew, I, I kind of somewhat knew the implications of that match. I knew a lot of people were going to be watching, you know, streaming live on fight TV. Uh, and so, <clears throat> so I just, I, I knew it was going to be a big moment. Uh, plus those two are, you know, two of the greatest in the world. Like, you know, they are highly touted, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, every company wants them, you know what I mean, including the big one. Um, and so uh, it, it, it was it was special, man. And, and uh, when I ended up, they, they were doing rep assignments, and the head ref, Chris Levin, uh, he asked me, he was like, Sean, do you mind taking this one? And I was like, do I mind? Like, <laughs> like uh, please give me that one. <laughs> like, and so... Uh, and then, you know, just being in the ring with those two guys, uh, it was, I mean, it was easy. It was 
just like a, a walk in the park, man, because both those guys are really, really good. They both know what they're doing. Uh, and then, you know, afterwards it was cool to, you know, be there for that little moment where they had a couple, you know, private words with each other and stuff. And, like, it was just – it was special, man. It was really cool. That's awesome, man. That's, that's really awesome. Um, you also said that that night you needed that. You know, it was full of inspiration. You know, what about that night was inspiring to you? Uh, I mean, really, it was just a whole weekend, man. I, I really needed that whole weekend uh, to be able to see uh, – or to well, not just me personally, like some of the things that I was able to accomplish and able to do, but uh, some of the stuff that, like, you know, some of my best friends in the business who are also referees – um, that they were able to do, like, you know, my, my, uh, I call him my young boy, but he's, he's actually older than I am. He's a referee. His name is Aaron Greider. He actually was the referee for the Twink Gauntlet at Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Um, and he actually broke his hand, uh, in like the first 30 seconds of that match and ref the rest of that whole gauntlet on a broken hand. Um, and then also he ended up refing about two or three other shows on a broken hand. Uh, and then actually went and got surgery on it just this past Monday. Uh, so he even ref this past weekend with a broken hand. He just had a cast on it. Uh, but yeah, so, but to see him do the things that he did and he was so excited about working for Effie's show. Uh, and then my big brother, my mentor, Max Recon, he got some really cool opportunities. He ended up working for uh, Southern Underground Pro. They had a show on Friday at the Collective. Uh, so see them do what they did. Of course, you know, like I said, the things that I did, um, you know, just the people that I networked with, the people that I got to meet, you know, I got to meet Cassandro, uh, Cassandro El Exotico from Mexico, you know, who's on Lucha Underground and all that, like, uh, you know, big fan of that, uh, of that person. Uh, and then Sonny Kiss, uh, amazing person. Uh, and then, of course, seeing my brother Marco, because, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't get to see him eat like hardly enough at all. Um, so just, or even like guys like Zachary Wentz, like, you know, me and him used to be, I mean, we're, we're still our really good friends. I worked both of his matches that weekend. Uh, and uh, one of them was the Rascals against uh, Shane Mercer and KTB, who KTB was just on AEW Dark last night. You know what I mean? So it's like okay. just the, the implications of the whole weekend, how, you know, incredible of a weekend it was. You know, like I said, not just my accomplishments, but like, you know, my, my brothers, like guys that I, you know, like talk to on a, you know, at, at least somewhat daily basis, if not every other day, you know what I mean? Uh, or even like guys like Big Beef Gnarls Garvin, who he only had one show, it was a scramble on Black Label Pro. Uh, and, but just to see the reaction from a crowd like that and a crowd, and the, the place had great acoustics. So when the crowd went wild, the crowd sounded wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so to see Beef come out and get the reaction that he got and like, you know, just, it was just, I just needed that weekend, man. I, I needed it on so many levels. Uh, I needed to level up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's my big brother, Isaiah, he always preaches about leveling up. And, uh, and that was literally what, you know, Leo and ACH felt like, man, it was, it was like, I, 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 I'm supposed to be here. You know what I mean? What's up? That's really, that's, that's really what's up. Was you like feeling like down or un, unmotivated at that point? Or, you know, that, that match or just being in the ring with them to just boost it? You? Nah, not even yet. 
unmotivated was the furthest thing that I felt from because the thing about it is we, you know, I mean, like there was shows going from noon to midnight, you know what I'm saying? Like, and literally shows were running starting at like 1130 or midnight, uh, which means obviously it ended at like two, three o'clock in the morning. I was actually on the very, very last show of the collective, and I actually ref the last match of the collective, uh, which was kind of a cool thought because I actually had that, you know, thought kind of go through my head as I'm standing in the middle of the ring, standing next to Jay Rose, the announcer. Uh, it was a death match, so there was some, you know, crazy stuff set up and stuff. And I was just looking around for a second. There's still a lot of fans in there, 2:30 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Three o'clock in the morning, and I was just like, this is the last match of the collective. <laughs> like we did that you know what I mean and like but I, I say all that to say you know obviously we were going off a of very little sleep uh, guys were getting hurt left and right shoot my, my referee one of my best friends he broke his hand you know what wow. I'm saying so you can only imagine how some of the wrestlers felt Calvin Tankman had a bad knee had to pull off two shows on Sunday uh, Cole Radrick was another one who banged up his knee in the first day first show uh, <laughs> he banged up his knee um, you know, AJ Gray, who, you know, he ran for the culture. He had literally, I think he told me he did either eight or nine matches. I can't remember. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course, guys were really banged up. Uh, but, like, we all felt motivated. We were all just like, we got to do this. We got to finish strong. Finish strong. Finish strong. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the whole, I felt, that, that was like the whole motto that, that weekend. You know what I'm saying? So. That's that's what's up, man. That that's really cool. It's all about you know pushing yourself to the limit and keep going, and you know find something you know that inspires you and stuff. Um, the reason why I asked you that because you know I thought it was really really cool, you know that I I saw you in a match with Leo Rush and uh, ACH, and it's like okay, both of these guys were under the WWE umbrella, you know, as far as NXT goes, and but you know Leo Rush in separate wise, you know. He's from D.C. like I am from D.C. And going on about a year now, um, my best friend uh, hooked me up with, well, he didn't necessarily, I want to, well, I, I guess it's, he hooked me up. Well, he got Leo Rush to kind of like shout me out and wish me happy birthday and, you know, just, you know, wish me the best of luck. And I kind of like, you know, going on to this year of, you know, a change, a life, you know, or changing to a new leaf to say, you know, that was very inspiration. And I kind of like want to show it to you. You know, you have a, you know, a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. What's going on, DeAndre? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush. The man of the hour, Leo Rush. Take that in. <laughs> Take it in. The champ of the hour, the WWE NXT Cruiser Weight Champion, the 25-year-old piece of gold. Now listen, I just wanted to stop by to wish you a very very happy birthday. I also wanted to say thank you so much for being such an awesome and amazing fan. You know I like the little DC natives. Come on now. Come on now. DMV for life. Look, look at that. For life. <laughs> Listen, I also wanted to wish you the best of luck in your new business, King City. I know that you're going to kill it, my man. Keep chasing those dreams because you know us DC kids, we're dream chasers. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Leo Leo's a genuine dude, man. He's a sincere guy. 
Yeah, so that that man, you should have seen my face. I couldn't I couldn't move for like for like two minutes, man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how did he do that? You know, and he, he wouldn't tell me how he did it though. But yeah. it was it was it was so awesome. And you know, of course I shared it, you know, and right. then, uh, you know, looked at it on my Instagram, you know, the day of my birthday. So it was real cool. So, you know, right. Kind of, uh, yeah. Well, not yet. Like I, and like I was telling you off air, man, like Leo reached out, you know, uh, and, and he didn't have to. And so it, it was, he, he's a sincere dude. He's a genuine guy. So that's cool, man. And, uh, you also, of course, ACH, man, awesome guy, you know, I really <laughs> support him, you know, in the WWE, but of course, you know, certain, you know, circumstances prevented that, but, uh, I know he's killing it right now. And it was an awesome match, you know, with Leo Rush. I was working with ACH also. Yeah, well, uh, that was actually about the, <clears throat> I think that was like the second match that I've worked with ACH, maybe the third, because I think I did a scramble with him or something. So uh, I've, you know, I, I've worked with ACH a couple of times already. Um, and so um, also too, uh, ACH actually, he did a seminar down the street from my house at the world famous Jeffersonville Arena. Um, but <clears throat> he did a seminar and there was probably a good like 30 guys there or something like that. Uh, and he actually, um, I just happened to be doing absolutely nothing that day. So I popped in just because I love pro wrestling and ACH is, you know, amazing. You know, he knows some really great things. So I popped in just to kind of say, Hey, or whatever. Uh, and, um, when they broke down and started doing practice matches, I actually was like, Hey, you know, Albert, if you want me to help out, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll ref them for you or whatever. So I ended up uh, helping him out and doing that and, so that was so, so fun. So, I mean, like, but yeah, like me and uh, Albert, ACH, we've actually, you know, got to know each other pretty well these last, you know, I'd say probably months, couple months. Uh, and he's a, a really cool dude too, like I was saying earlier, you know what I mean? Uh, he, um, and so, and also too, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy how both of both those guys, ACH and Leo, you know, kind of went through similar circumstances with the WWE. Um, you know, ACH really never got his feet off the ground. Um, but, and, you know, Leo was held back in the worst kind of way. Uh, like how you make that guy a manager. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> like insane. So, you know, like, but that's what I was saying earlier, like the implications of that match were just huge. And so that's kind of why I was as nervous as I was, but, you know, it, I, I got some sound advice from, you know, a few, not really advice, but just, encouragement from you know my brother max recon and a few others and they were just like you know what you're doing man you know what i mean so so yeah yeah that, uh, it was awesome man it was it was a great weekend yeah man i i would assume man pretty pretty i would assume uh before i move on um i gotta say uh leo rush i follow him on uh instagram and uh he, he played it real smooth with the whole last match thing you know, throwing everybody off. And, of course, it was an album, though. But, you know, he returned at the Game Changer and uh, took on um, my man uh, Joey Janela. So that was really, really, really yeah. cool. I have everybody going wild. So uh, shout out to Leo Rush, man. He, he cool guy. But um, last time, of course, we talked. It was three months ago. And I asked you this question. What do you think of the wrestling scene? And I was listening to uh, the last podcast we were on. You was like, you know, of course, you ain't watching WWE. And... With no fans, you know, that was going on at the time. Have you seen the WWE Thunderdome? I'm pretty sure. And what you think about yeah. it? Yeah. 
Uh, man, it, it makes it even harder to watch for me. Um, it's it's a distraction. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Um, and I'm maybe I, I it could just be me personally because I'm ADD. You know what I'm saying. Um, and so, but I, yeah, it's just it's still hard to watch it for me. Um, I've been trying to dip in and out and watch what I can, man. But like. I'm still trying to get through watching the whole entire collective. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. I, so, I, was watching, I was watching one episode. I but, well, I was going to say, but I've been going through every single show. So I think there's only been two shows I haven't watched so far. Uh, but pretty much every single show I've been going through and watching. Uh, I didn't get to watch For the Culture, but because I uh, we had a show that same night, IWA Mid-South, they ran a show about two hours from Indianapolis. Um, and so me and uh, my, my brother Aaron, we were both there Friday up until I think it was the AIW show, which was about eight. Uh, nah, it was like halfway through the, the SUP show. It was whenever we had left. So it was probably about five or six and got over to the IWA show, did it. And we got back literally right on time, <laughs> walked in the door as... Uh, AR Fox and Tuco Scorpio were doing their entrances. So I was able to see that match live, thank God, but I didn't get to see the rest of the show. And of course, you know, I had a bunch of homies on this show, so I had to go back and watch that. Uh, so, and it was, man, if you haven't seen For the Culture, like I'm talking about you and any of the viewers, like please go back and watch at least that one show from The Collective. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's a bunch of great wrestling in that whole entire you know, there was 12 shows over three days. But yeah. for the culture was it, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the process right now of going back, watching all of them. I was just, uh, I, I watched Bloodsport last night. Okay. Uh, dope, uh, dope, dope, um, you know, show. Because I recognize a lot of the guys, and you know, from MLW, from uh, NWA, yeah. you know. And another guy I want to talk to you about later on, uh, Calvin Tankman. He's over, man. He, he man, yeah. he's over. <laughs> he's really doing his thing, though. But um, on from the WWE to AEW, I know you're a big fan of that, and a lot of you guys yeah. are up there, a lot of your friends are up there killing it. Um, what do you think about the whole MJF uh, Jericho situation? Uh, I've I've kind of been following a little bit. Like I said, it's it's hard for me to watch it too, uh, just because it's hard to get through. You know, just uh, watching wrestling. Period. Um, not not for any reason, but but I am going to watch tonight. I haven't got to watch AEW in probably two or three weeks. So I'm going to try and catch it tonight. Um, but so, yeah, I really haven't been following it too closely. Uh, but MJF, he's like, MJF is so good, man. Like he's so good. Um, and aren't they kind of teasing like that they're, they're best friends, but they're going to turn on each other at some point. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, MJF kind of want to sort of, kind of want to sort of join uh, the inner circle. So <laughs> that's kind of cool right there. So yeah, man. And, and Jericho is, is the man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it'll be really cool to see Max end up getting, you know, or, well, just Max doing a, a whole story with Jericho in general right now is really cool. So, cause MJF is, you know, he's, he's a, a, a awesome dude. Like, uh, I mean, he's a piece of crap. But but he's you know a, a good dude. I've worked with him a handful of times, um, and so it's it's really cool to see him doing the things that he's doing, especially working with guys like Chris Jericho. Because you know that's how I felt about you know whenever my boy Suge was getting you know 
even even though it was you know a two three minute match, he still got ring time with with you know the goat Chris Jericho. You know what I'm saying? So here on the podcast, we're gonna talk some game changer wrestling. GCW, if you haven't seen it, go to IWTV for real. Check something out because it's really good. Uh, we were also talking about Leo Rush. He's in it. Um, Juicy, can you tell me about Juicy? Yeah, man. So this guy, Juicy, shows up from California. Uh, and he, I want to say he's he's trained by like the uh, Rikishi and all those guys out there. Yeah. Um, uh, he's, he's part of the Samoan descendants. Um, and uh, yeah, so he shows up from California, unbooked. Had no guaranteed bookings whatsoever. He just shows up uh, and was helping out. He helped set up the ring that, you know, when it got there on Thursday, uh, he was helping with every single show. Uh, at one point I looked up and he was ringing the bell. You know what I mean? He, he literally did anything and everything. And if you've seen Juicy, he, he's, he definitely stands out. He's a big man. He's a, yeah. <laughs> he's a large dude. So, uh, so yeah, man. Um, and then not only that, but you know, just hanging out with him backstage and stuff. He's, cool, humble, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, you have to be to, to be able to drive all the way from California to Indianapolis, Indiana, you know, w- without any guarantees, you know what I'm saying? It, it literally just showing up looking for a spot, you know what I mean? Uh, and he's got a great look because his size is incredible. He moves, man. Uh, he, he's a big dude that moves, you feel me? So, and, and of course, people love that. I mean, look at Calvin, like he was, you know, talking about a second ago. Uh, so, so yeah, Juicy, um, he ended up getting spots on, I think he he ended up in the, the spring break clusterfuck. And then he also got a spot on uh, Paradigm at the end of the, at the end of the collective. Okay. Um, he got a spot on one of the scrambles. So yeah, Juicy ended up doing some really dope things, man. And then I know GCW was out in California uh, the weekend after. And he actually ended up working that show uh, just because that's where he's from. You feel me? So, yeah, yeah, man. I, I, it was it was really cool meeting Juicy. Uh, Juicy is is such a cool dude, uh, and I, I'm I'm excited to see where uh, where where this is gonna take him, man. So. Yeah, me too, me too. That's why that's why I had to ask, man. Really excited about Juicy. Yeah. Uh, he was taking on KTB, who made his AEW Dark debut last night. Um, which was a pretty yeah. cool uh, episode of Dark. Um, can you tell me more about KTB, uh, aka Killing the Business? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Kyle, uh, he used to go by Kyle the Beast, uh, and then uh, KTB. He just goes by the initials now. Sounds a little bit cooler, I guess. So, but he, uh, yeah, man. Kyle, I've known Kyle since. Uh, so there was a wrestling company. Uh, you may or may not have heard of it. It was called Blackcraft Wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, and he actually was the very very first match against um, uh, Nick Zappo, who is on NWA, uh, the Outlandish one. Okay. Um, uh, or, no, Zicky Dice. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, knew, I knew exactly. Uh, what I got him. Uh, Zicky Dice. Uh, he had a match against KTB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zicky had a, had a match again. It was their very first show, and they actually streamed it live on Facebook. And I think it's on uh, YouTube right now for free, so you can go back and watch that. It's actually a really cool match. They did a couple of little magic trick type deals. So, but yeah, uh, that was where I first met Kyle. 
And since then, I've worked with him a handful of times. He actually, uh, one of the matches that I worked on spring break, there was two matches that I refereed on spring break, Joe Janelle's spring break, and that was uh, uh, Leo and, um, uh, you know, Leo and ACH, of course, and then uh, also Iron Beast, which is Shane Mercer and KTB. Uh, they had a match against the Rascals, Zachary Winston, Des, uh, Desmond Xavier. And uh, those two together, man, Kyle and, and Shane, because Kyle is, is athletic and he's a beast. You know, he's a big, large dude who can do, you know, lion salts and stuff like Chris Jericho. Um, but um, and then Shane Mercer is like his finisher. He takes a guy and holds them in like, a, you know, a press like this and then does a backflip with them. So, like, those two guys together, as strong as they are and athletic as they are, man, they do some crazy things. So, That's yeah, man, Kyle is awesome. I, I really hope that this AEW thing, you know, pans out for him and uh, turns into something because, man, Kyle the Beast would fit in so great there, really great there. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Really looking forward to more of uh, KTB. Um, we were talking before the show, man. I, I got to just talk about it, man. Uh, the measuring tape, the six feet chant, the whole social distancing match, man, between uh, Joey Janela and Jimmy <laughs> Lloyd. It was the best wrestling match I ever seen in my life. Really? I, I just could not <laughs> believe what the fuck was I watching. <laughs> Magic. If anybody who haven't seen this match between Joey Janela and Jimmy Lloyd, I didn't even know who Jimmy Lloyd is before this match, and now I do. I know okay. Joey Janela from AEW, but man, this match was beautiful. Um, the moment where these guys were almost about to touch in a wrestling match, where that's where you seem like that's what we do in a wrestling match. We touch. <laughs> but before these guys almost about to touch, the referee brings out the measuring tape to make sure it's six feet. Oh, man. It, everything was beautiful in it. The comments were beautiful. <laughs> the comments, the chats, you know, just say six feet. You know, every, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I'm going to go back and watch it more. Can you Have you seen them? I know you have. I know you've seen this match. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, well, I've, I've seen it, and I, was, I went back and watched it again. Uh, that actually was a part of something that Game Changer did called the Acid Cup, and uh, it was a and they actually did a thing where you they had no crowd, uh, they were set up in a bar, and they ran a two day tournament, I think it was. Uh, and you know, they ended up, you know, the first day and then the second day was you know, more matches were uh, and then the winner in the main event, all that good stuff. But I think that was on day two. The, the social distancing thing was on day two, I believe, or whatever it was. And, yeah, crazy. I was actually watching it live on IWTV. So I was also, you know, checking Twitter at the same time. And just the, the commentary on Twitter, if you don't, like, if you're, if you're able to ever, if you're watching on, like, Fight TV or, like, IWTV, you know, any of the listeners that are tuning in, and you and you're able to watch a show live Hop on Twitter at the same time because the hashtag of whatever show <laughs> if you be checking it man it's hilarious some of the comedy movie stuff uh just because that match was so like it was everything man <laughs> like and they told a great story 
without touching whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that was beautiful. Exactly. They told a story without <laughs> touching. Like the, the the one, two, threes were like, oh my Dude. God, like I couldn't believe it. I got to go watch it. If anybody ever seen this, yeah, go check it out. The social distance wrestling match, man, for real. You thought you've seen it all? No, you haven't seen it all until you've seen this match. The best shit you're going to ever and, see. And, you know, and, and, well, and, and, and going on what you're talking about too, GCW, man, they're, they're real creative about doing stuff like that. And, and a lot of it has to do with Joe Janela, man. He's, he's a very creative dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've, I've watched, whether it be live or, you know, um, uh, whatever, I've watched uh, uh, the Invisible Man matches. I've seen the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. That one I watched live. It was literally- I got to see that. I got to see that. I, I, you got to yeah. take me in. I got to see that. I want to see that. It's two <laughs> invisible people against each other. So it's what? literally the referee working his ass off. And the referee what? was uh, the referee was Bryce Rensburg. It's amazing. Yeah, you got to look that up, bro. Got to look that up. That was at uh, at Joey Janela Spring Break Three. So that was last year in New York. Oh man, <laughs> uh, Yoshi Kiku. Uh, that the, actually the collective was the first time I saw Yoshi Kiku live. Um, but Yoshi Kiku is literally a stuffed blow up doll. Yeah, as soon as, I'm, yeah. soon as this podcast is over, I know exactly what I'm watching. But yeah, Game Changers, they're creative like that, man. They like that, you know? And like, and, and you think, you're like, wait a minute, this is pro wrestling. Like, that that's not supposed to be right, but exactly. no. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not supposed to be right, but it happened, and it's it's so beautiful. I love the story, and it, 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 it was so awesome, man. Really is, but I uh, man, I appreciate you joining <laughs> me here on the podcast, man. Uh, before we wrap it up, uh, would you uh, like to shout out somebody, man? And uh, also, where where my viewers and listeners can catch you at, you know, refereeing, doing your thing. Absolutely, man. Uh, I mean, shout out to all the companies that I work for. I'm, I'm doing some really dope things, uh, and the companies that I work for got some really dope stuff planned. Um, so, uh, and of course the best way to, to all what I'm doing or where I'm going to be at, you know, as far as bookings go, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at official SPO 502. Um, it's yeah. At official SPO 502. And, uh, and then, um, on Facebook, I'm always posting where I'm at too. So yeah, just get with me. Okay. That's what's up, man. Uh, Sean, man, you're welcome anytime here on Talk Pro Wrestling, man. Keep working hard. Um, keep doing your thing. I wish you the best in your future and all your success, man. Keep rocking hard at it, man. And uh, once again, thank you for joining me man. here on uh, the 1130 Podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yo, Sean, man, I appreciate you joining me here on the 1130 Podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling, man. Uh, fun episode, man. Very, very fun episode. Uh, man, great talking to you. Uh, the story about Leo Rush, man, how both of us, you know, connected with Leo Rush, man, and you've been in the ring with ACH and Leo Rush, and that match was hectic, man. It was crazy, crazy spats, man. Just a good, dope match, man, between ACH, man, and Leo. Um, you know, me sharing, you know, video 
for my birthday from last year. You know, what a difference a year makes, man. And I'm podcasting now, you know, sharing this video with a guy who just, you know, just had a match, a sort of, you know, was in a match, you know, refereeing a match with Leo Rush and ATH, man. So it was dope. Dope, dope, man. So, like I said, you're welcome anytime here on uh, the 11:30 podcast talk progress. But you guys, man, don't forget to follow the 11:30 podcast on all social media platforms, man. Uh, follow the 11:30 podcast on Twitter at Dre on Wheels. Follow the 11:30 podcast on Instagram. Uh, like the 11:30 podcast on Facebook. Subscribe, man. Don't forget to subscribe to the 11:30 podcast on YouTube, you guys, man. Leave a five star rating, uh, man, for real, five star rating and you guys have a review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate it. Follow me on Spotify. That's the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling, you guys. And also, you guys, if you would like to be a guest here on Talk Pro Wrestling, email me, the1130podcast at gmail.com. That's the1130podcast at gmail.com. Once again, you guys, man, I appreciate you guys joining me here on this bonus episode of Talk Pro Wrestling, man. And Sean O'Brien, I wish you the best in everything you do and everything you touch, man. One, two, three, let's kill it, man. Keep doing your thing, man. That's my guy. But once again, you guys, this is your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels, and I'm out.